Hello, Andre here. Welcome to yet another episode of The Daily. I trust that you're keeping well. Yesterday, I'm sure many of you were dismayed by the news that uh, was released uh, from the government that the circuit breaker is still going to go on. It's going to be extended uh, all the way till the month of June. Uh, for you parents out there that are conducting home-based learning, grace and grace and grace to you. It's not easy. Kudos and we pray for wisdom and endurance uh, over you even now. And for some of you who are really anxious for the whole thing, I pray God's peace, God's shalom over you even in this day. And as a Singaporean, I can't begin to even say how proud I am of our government, of uh, how intelligent and calculated these decisions have been and how it's communicated such a sense of safety uh, and assurance uh, even as a citizen and i'm so thankful for our government and i'll urge you to continue praying for them even in this time now i was reflecting with our staff uh, fairly recently on many of uh, these developments that we've seen in the past couple of months and uh, we were having a time of prayer and uh, excel our creative director um, brought up the verse that we opened up our year with and we set this verse as the theme verse for 2020. And this uh, passage of scripture comes from the Gospel of John. Uh, and this was post-resurrection. Jesus has risen, but his disciples were still fearful and still hiding in a house uh, that first Easter uh, day. And, you know, Jesus, you know, if you read the, the story, Jesus comes into the room, stood in the midst of them and said, peace be with you. And then he showed him his hands, his sides. Then the disciples were glad when they saw him. And then he said, peace be to you again. And goes on to say this line, which is ground zero for a theology of mission. He says this, as the father has sent me, I also send you. And then when he said that, he breathed on them and he said, receive the holy spirit and now that was the first sermon series we did for the year it was called receive the holy spirit and we charted the course for this year for 2020 as a year where we would lean in to the spirit of god where we would learn to receive from him and so that you know of course translated into a sermon series but uh, in many ways it determined our calendar for the year on purpose we left it really open because we had a sense as a leadership that god was going to do something profound in the community that uh, was not something we could plan for it was going to be a really sovereign move of god and so on purpose we kept the calendar really bare really open so that looked like us decreasing the number of events we did for the year we were not going to have uh, church camp for the year we were uh, not going to do another conference we were not going to do the anniversary service we we're keep we we're, we're planning on keeping the year really bare really open uh, and also you know we were thinking about how we're going to do alpha this year and we thought we we're going to do it really differently we we're planning to decentralize the alpha experience we're not going to do just one big event but we were uh, thinking of mobilizing different life groups to run alpha to run alpha online on an online portal platform uh and it's really interesting right the the turn of events uh because in many ways we wouldn't have been able to run any events even if we had planned for it previously alpha international just launched a brand new alpha campaign called alpha anywhere 
and essentially it's a movement that is encouraging people to run alphas on Zoom calls, on online platforms, in homes, to decentralize the alpha experience even in this time of social distancing. And of course, you know, that verse that I quoted earlier as our theme verse for the year, I, I wonder if you see God's hand and providence even in that verse, because what a time for us to need the peace of God, His shalom, to be upon us, in us. And what a time for us to receive the Holy Spirit. And I love even that context of that verse, right, where the disciples were huddled up in the home. They were bunkered down. They were scared. They were fearful for their lives. They were in a home in uh, some form of self-isolation, if you would. And then Jesus comes into the midst of them and releases his peace, his shalom. He breaks through, comes through, even locked doors, even while they were huddled up in their fear to bring his peace, to bring his love. And I just see God's hand, God's providence, his control over our church, you know, because we thought we were smart, we we're ingenious, we had all these good plans, but in reality, it was God in his mercy, his kindness, his grace, through his spirit speaking to us. And we see his hand, his providence, his sovereignty, his control, even unfolding uh, in this time. And so, you know, I've been sitting here just in awe of God's providence and reminded once again that we may think that we have a good plan going. We may think that it is our ingenuity and ability that keeps things going, but it's ultimately God who is in control. Now, if there's one lesson that is to be learned in this time, it is how God is so in control and by extension, how we are really not in control. Just think about this time, right? You know, we really have no control. And much of the anxiety, the fear, the panic that you see around you is people grasping for some sense of control, for some sense of safety, for some sense of security. If you think about it, we really are reminded in this time that we have no control. We have no control over whether we fall ill or not. We have no control in many ways over whether our family, our loved ones, our cherished ones fall ill or not. We have no control over the economical outlook. We have no control on whether the circuit breaker lives in May or in June or in July. We have no control. Or as Tim Keller puts it, no amount of money, power and planning can prevent bereavement, die illness, relationship betrayal, financial disaster or a host of other troubles from entering your life. Human life is fatally fragile and subject to forces beyond our power to manage. Life is tragic. Such a encouraging word from Tim Keller. So true, but it's so true. So in this time where we are reminded that we are clearly not in control and we feel like we have lost all of our control that we previously thought or... Uh, deluded into thinking that we had in the first place, it serves as an opportunity for us to redirect or to tether our hearts back into this place of deep trust and awe and reverence and dependence on our God who is truly in control. 
Dallas Willard puts it beautifully. He says this, that God's address is at the end of your rope. Where you come to the end of yourself, where you have determined that you no longer have the ability to do things, that is where God is. I love it. Uh, Brian Johnson says this, Consider it a gift when God becomes your only option. When we lose our illusion of control and when we are grounded in the reality that it is God who is truly in control of all things, that is where life happens. That is where we are free of panic, of anxiety and come into a place of shalom, of security. Now I think of this passage of scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Now this entire passage is on suffering, it's on suffering well, and it's such a beautiful uh, chapter to read. But I'm just going to jump straight into verse 7. It says this in God's word in 2 Corinthians, And our hope for you is steadfast. This is the words of the Apostle Paul. Because we know that as you are partakers of the sufferings, so also you will partake of the consolation. For we do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, of our trouble, which came to us in Asia, that we were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and thus deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Now, there's so much to unpack in just that short paragraph that we just read together. But the takeaway I get from this verse is this, that even in the most intense of suffering, even whilst Paul and his followers were under the constant threat of death, of persecution, it was in a way an opportunity for them to deepen their trust in God. That in that place of suffering, in that place of challenge and circumstance, they chose to remember that it is God who delivers, that it is God who keeps them. And so we can look at this time purely as an obstacle. And it's very true, this is one of the greatest obstacles in our time, in our day, right? It is such challenging times to live in and some of the battles that some of you are facing are very real, It's commendable that you're still holding fast to your faith and we applaud you and we are cheering you on. It is an obstacle. It's very real. It's very challenging. But this time also presents itself as an opportunity where we learn to trust in our God, where the illusions of control begin to fade away, where we come to the end of ourselves, where we seem to have no ability to predict what is going to happen in the future and we need access to a power far beyond ourselves. That is the beginning point of experiencing a kind of peace that surpasses all understanding, a kind of certainty, assurance, a kind of hope that is only found in trust, in trust in a God who is truly in control. I think of the words of the psalmist who says, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but I will trust in the name of the Lord. Some will trust in riches, 
Some will trust in their knowledge and know-how and abilities, but I will trust in the name of the Lord. And this time where we are reminded almost on a daily basis of how unable we are to overcome what's in front of us, may we be humbled and pushed into a place of deep trust and dependence on our God. And so let's spend a few moments praying to that this morning and declaring that it is God whom we trust and we so need Him in this time. But beyond that, we just need Him for our lives every day, every moment. May we be reminded that even the air that we breathe right now, it is a gift from Him. It is an extension of His grace toward us. Let's spend a few moments praying. So I invite you right now to quieten your hearts, your minds. If you're near a window, I invite you to just look out the window and just look at the sky and how vast and how wide that sky is and how big it is. And consider the vastness, the bigness of your God. He is so big, so, so big, beyond what we can even imagine consider his vastness and then I'll consider how involved he is in your life that even the most smallest detail in your life he knows the Bible tells us that he knows even the the number of hairs on our head he is so interested and intricately involved in every detail of your life that is our God And so in this moment, let's just invite him to come, to lead us, to guide us, to be with us in this time. Even as we profess our need for him, he comes in grace, he comes in mercy, he comes in his kindness. Let's spend a few moments doing that this morning. beautiful thanks so much for doing that let me pray for you even as you begin your day today father this morning we acknowledge our great need for you lord we repent in moments where we have sought to control our own lives where we have sought to depend on things on people on resource on our own abilities god today we profess that all that we have is from you that everything we have in life is a gift from you. And God, we so profess, so humbly profess our need of you. So God, we lean on you this day and we trust in your goodness that is extended toward us, that you have good intentions toward us. And we also believe in your power, your ability to save, to deliver, to heal. God, we thank you that your goodness and your power is for us and now nothing can be against us. We thank you for your love and intentions toward us. We give you praise. In your son's name we pray. Amen. 
Well, thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. Have a blessed day ahead. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.